The Take What Serves, Leave the Rest podcast is sponsored by Prairie Care. You know, going through the process of getting help with your mental health can be very overwhelming. I definitely know that from firsthand experience. Prairie Care can help guide you through it and get you in touch with the help that you need. They've been offering mental health services to all ages in the Twin Cities of Minnesota since 2005. Whether you're looking for clinical services, a specialty outpatient program, or a more intensive level of care like inpatient treatment, Prairie Care has you and your family covered. Visit prairie-care.com to learn more. That's prairie-care.com. Intentionally submerging yourself in ice cold water. Sounds a bit wild, I know. And yet it can be really, really powerful. And and that is the intention and that is the focus of of this episode here today on the the Take What Serves Leave the Rest podcast. Big welcome in everybody. It's so great to have you here. My name is Brian Pyatt. I'm your host and definitely want to mention that man, this this can be quite an intense time of the year with the holidays and if you are celebrating, however you're celebrating, I hope that you're you're taking good care of yourself out there, taking it all one moment at a time and uh just so glad that you're here. So on the episode today, we're talking cold plunges, we're talking cold showers, cold exposure, and and a whole bunch of other things. And we are joined by Luis Leonardo and Harrison Klein, two amazing humans who uh, really, really honored that they carved out some time to sit down and have this conversation. I have been in my own personal life really incorporating a lot of, of these practices into my life recently. And I have to say, it's been really, really powerful for me. And so I wanted to to put an episode together to, to just explore this a little bit more. And and I know there's there's a lot of people out there who are interested in this stuff and maybe looking for ways to get into it. Maybe you um, are already utilizing these things in your day-to-day practice, and that's what drew you here to this to this episode. But for whatever reason that you're here, uh, welcome, and I hope that you take something from this conversation that serves you. So, Luis Leonardo is the founder of Embrace North in the Twin Cities, and this is an incredible space in the Linden Hills neighborhood of Minneapolis where people come to cold plunge and to sauna. And also there are some really awesome opportunities for, for movement and um, physically moving your body in this space as well. Um, Luis has, has teamed up with um, Harrison Klein to create and open up a space that is right there next to Embrace North called Built to Breathe. And they are intentionally putting breath and breath work at the forefront of movement practices and workouts and it's an awesome concept that um that i know they've worked really really hard to get off the ground and uh, we'll talk much more um kind of about just what's led them to to doing this work here in this episode so we touch on a number of things 
especially on the power of cold as a way to shift our relationship with our comfort zone and getting ourselves out of our comfort zone and the ripple effects of that. And um, real quick, Luis, as, as I mentioned here in the episode, he was actually guiding me through my first ever cold plunge that I did um, a couple years ago. And he was so helpful. And he has some really, really good advice in this episode for you out there, especially if you're really new to this. Like, how do you get into it? How do you control your breath? Like, what's going to happen the first time that you do a cold plunge or take a cold shower um, and all that? And uh, so really, really appreciated him sharing that with us. And we just, we talk about a number of things. So I hope that this serves you in some way, my, some way, my, uh, my friends out there. And uh, we're going to just go ahead and dive in my, my chat with Luis Leonardo and Harrison Klein. Thank you both so much for, for being here and, and taking some time to, to chat on the podcast. It's great to have you. It's awesome to be here, and we appreciate you reaching out and wanted to spend some time with us. It's it's always exciting to talk, you know, and yeah. have t- time like this, especially in in before the holidays. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we, so it's it's what is it? Negative one degrees today here in uh, in Minneapolis. I think yeah. we're below zero, right? We're below zero right now. Yeah. Okay. How how does that make you feel? Do you do you enjoy? Oh, the- I, it's like my my adrenaline is through the roof every time I see that we go under under uh, below the zero you know yeah it makes me happy <laughs> yeah how about you Harrison are you, are you pretty cool with cold at this point oh yeah we we kind of seek it out you know it's it's funny we were in Atlanta this past weekend and it's like 50 degrees and we're we're kind of craving the cold yeah which is which is weird you know but it just makes you feel so alive and present that yeah. like why wouldn't you want to feel like that all day yep so 100% we 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 like it. <laughs> so as we as we kind of dive into this whole world of of cold plunging and cold showers and cold exposure um Luis when were you introduced to it? <laughs> That's a great question and yeah I think it's a good way to kind of introduce a little bit of my backstory yeah. here. Um I'm originally from Guatemala. So I grew up in a tropical country. No mm-hmm. winter um, so I grew up basically half of my life in Guatemala. Uh, I used to be a, a triathlete. I was in the national triathlon team in my country. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I grew up doing uh, endurance sports at a very high level. Uh, that led me to become a trainer. Uh, but I owe most of my life, I, I, I lived a very healthy life where I will barely ever get sick and that type of stuff, you know? So, um, I moved to Minneapolis in 2012, uh, and I used to live in Northern California before, but I have never experienced like a real winter, like Mm -hmm. the the winter here is a whole different level. Um, so my first, my first winter in, in Minnesota was like a slap in the face. Yeah. Uh, and I, I started like really struggling and I, yeah. I did not like the fact that I started getting sick. Like mm-hmm. I, I probably my first winter here, I probably got sick three times during yeah. the winter and not, not only that, but I also kind of went into like a negative mindset. I felt yeah. depressed and kind of down. I didn't like it. Yep. So, uh, then my following winter, same story. And I'm like, this is not going to work, you know? Yeah. Uh, 
But yeah, I I was like literally trying to figure what to do to stay on top of my on my game. Uh, yeah. I was doing personal training. I wake up early in the morning. I'm coaching people. I'm trying to stay very fit and healthy for doing what I do for a living. Uh, but the winter would just throw, always just throw me completely off of my normal. Yeah. So I I started doing some research on what to do to to stay like healthier during the winter and i came across an article that talked about cold showers yeah and that kind of led me to wim hof so for those of you who have not heard of wim hof before he is a dutch extreme athlete who is referred to as the ice man he's broken a number of cold exposure world records including Listen to these. Climbing Mount Kilimanjaro in shorts, running a half marathon above the Arctic Circle barefoot, and standing covered in ice cubes for more than 112 minutes. He's developed a wellness approach called the Wim Hof Method that combines breathwork and cold exposure, among other things. So I kind of dove into doing some hardcore investigation of all of that uh, on my own. I like, well, is it's free. I'm going to start trying doing some cold showers, you know? Yeah. So I started taking cold showers. Uh, this is 2014-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, and it completely transformed me. I went into my first winter of doing cold showers. And I kid you not, I, I didn't get sick. Yeah. So I'm like, huh, there's something very powerful with these cold showers. I did not like them, you know, they were really hard at the beginning. So I had to learn how to embrace them and kind of lean into that discomfort of them. But I always noticed, I started noticing without anyone giving me like too much feedback, like I feel really good after I do this thing. So it's pretty crazy how my natural instinct started to adapt to it. And I started just leaning more and more into it. Uh, So cold showers for a whole winter, then the next winter, I'm like, I'm gonna go a little further. I'm, I'm gonna start peeling off layers. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna bundle up too much when I'm going outside. So I started doing a, a lot of that. I uh, started driving in the car and pulling the windows down and breathing cold air for mm-hmm. like five minutes of my commute sometimes. And I, I just started like literally embracing the challenge. It wasn't easy by all means, yeah. but it was like, in return, I was just getting healthier. I was not in a negative mindset. And pretty quickly, I discovered this thing that I try to tell people. It was giving me happiness. Yeah. Like pure happiness. Yeah. You go outside, you get cold. Yeah. You go inside. From being cold, you experience happiness. Yeah. So I'm like, I want to do that all of the time. So I started just doing it all of the time. And it started like opening random conversations with people. I will go into a caribou coffee and I'm wearing just a t-shirt and it's January mm-hmm. and they're like, dude, where is your coat? Yeah. I'm like I, I I'll tell my story and it was intriguing to me. Like, wow, people are just so naive about this thing. And these people are, they live in Minnesota. I'm the guy from Guatemala telling them about this. Yeah. Um, so yeah, fast forward every, every winter, I just started like peeling another layer of the onion basically yeah. with the cold and, uh, it was snow. I'm like, I'm going to go shovel snow and I'm going to take my t-shirt off. And yeah. I started leaning more and more and more into it. And I, I, in return, I, I mean, I'm, you look back now, it's 2022 uh, and I'm, 22, I'm yeah. and, and I haven't been sick. 
Like I have, I had like minor little colds here and there that they don't last more than two days, yeah. and it never throws me off completely. Uh, so I've been pretty much healthy all of this time. It's incredible. And then uh, it was like the winter before the pandemic that I started doing cold dipping in the lake. Um, so I started one Sunday with a random a small group of my friends that I knew these people that loved this type of stuff. I'm like, hey, guys, let's go to the lake. Let's do yeah. a workout on top of the frozen lake. I heard there's a hole on, on Cedar Lake. We can jump in the cold water. Yeah. So we went there on a Sunday at 1 p.m. And we literally, we had such a blast. And we're like, let's do it again next weekend. So it was like literally about eight weeks prior to the shutdown of the pandemic. But I kid you not, every Sunday at 1 p.m. we were showing up at the lake and the group started growing organically like a monster. It went from five people to the last, the few last times that we got together at the lake. It was like 100 people showing up to do this crazy thing. And they're like, where is Luis? Uh, is this Embrace North? Mm-hmm. And it was crazy. So that was kind of like the beginning. That's the backstory of how yeah. I started doing cold therapy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, again, every winter I learn something more about me as a human. Uh, I've been taking it further and further. When I yeah. first started getting in the lake, I was like to the chest. Now, this last winter, I was getting all the way to the nose, into the water. And this like this summer, we discovered with Harrison going f- fully under the water yes. with a bamboo straw. Yeah. So I think that's probably the limit. You know, I don't think we can go much further. But to spending time barefoot outside. Yeah. So and I've been noticing like your body adapts to the cold. Yep. You just need to completely expose it to it in a safe environment. But you know your limitations and but doing it periodically, you know, yep. like it blows my mind how much resilient your body actually is and how pampered we live in society yeah. with just daily doses of getting out of your comfort zone especially in the cold yeah. it will transform you completely and, and just embracing something that a lot of us feel a lot of resistance to exactly in the cold. It's, it's not an easy thing yeah. uh but it will rewire you completely and you will get i i don't think we even have realized how many benefits yeah. the cold has to offer you know we're I still feel like we're only seeing the very tip of the iceberg with this yeah. thing. And yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I want to be a guinea pig for all of that. But I want to keep discovering with a very open mind because I, I have read and studied all kinds of different concepts about it. But at the same time, I enjoy the process of just throwing myself out there and seeing what the body can actually do without yeah. anyone telling you, yeah. you know, like, oh, do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Harrison, how about you? What was kind of your introduction to cold plunges? And I know breath work is a big part of what you all do here too in this space. But as far as the cold plunges go, how did that start for you? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Well, first off, I just want to kind of reflect back on Luis's <laughs> story. But, you know, when you hear him say, like, I invited some friends to go do a workout on a frozen lake and jump in, a, in the frozen lake, he makes it sound fun and inviting. Yeah. And that's like what he created here, you know, like a fun and inviting community that wants to go in the cold water and wants to be resilient, you know? So, Mm -hmm. um, I just think there's so much in, in the approach and how you're sharing it with people. And that kind of goes to my story. So like my approach was health and fitness, but it was in the form of working out. Yeah. So I was working out like twice a day, to be honest. And then I was going through these peaks and valleys um, of being injured and trying to recover and then being like craving those, those high intensity workouts. Cause mm-hmm. I wanted my mind to be in the state where 
I'm in flow and I'm feeling clear and firing on all cylinders at work or wherever the task may be. And that was my form of happiness. And then I started to be like, dang, I can't do this my whole life. I can't work out that much. I can't beat my body up like that. But I wanted that high still. I wanted to crave some, like, that's what I'm craving, you know, the dopamine Mm -hmm. and noradrenaline and energy and clarity and happiness and mood so I can do that with other people and share it better. Um, And then breath work came into my life and I heard Wim Wim Hof that he's doing breath work and then he's jumping in the cold water and the breath is what can build up internal heat for you to better be resilient in the cold and then when you're in the cold water if you think about your breath instead of the cold water you don't fight the cold you you exist in it and you be with it and you meditate with it so um i originally heard wim hoff say it and right when i heard him talk about it the first day i tried it Hmm. it's like i'm gonna do some breath work and then go take a cold shower yeah and i was addicted immediately you know and it's not the addiction where it's like uh Uh, external thing that you're going to grab it's like you crave this challenge you crave this three minutes of resilience you know like i'm gonna build myself up to do three minutes of that and as you do that every single day i started i haven't missed a day in two years since november of 2020 I, i haven't missed a day of cold water and breath work no way every so day. even every day even before i found Luis and embrace north which took it to a whole different level mm-hmm. i had a chest freezer in my basement and i would do wim hof and i would jump in that chest freezer and it's like 33 degrees because it's frozen and then i would go to work and i would be like so high on life at work and everybody else is kind of down you know yeah. and they're like it's monday morning like this sucks i can't wait for friday kind of attitude and i like saw that as i'm doing breath work and cold therapy and scaling down my workouts i was Mm. becoming more healthy happy and talking to my intuition more Mm. and that had me leave the corporate world actually from a real estate development job that i absolutely loved but it was like you got to go share this with more people and find ways to integrate what you're doing every morning into people's lives so they can feel what you're feeling and so they can exist like you are at work and be happy about it and not live Monday through Friday and just enjoy the weekends, but enjoy every day, you know? And one of those things is, can you find a little stress in the morning so that your work or whatever is ahead isn't going to stress you out as much? Mm. And that started to be super real for me. Instead of working out, let's do this like recovery modality that still gets you that dopamine and the energy and the mental clarity, but you didn't beat your body up at all. So then hopefully... Mm. The next day you can go harder in a workout or whatever you might want to do. But um, it started to be so real that the cold water and breath is what really connects you to yourself deeper. And that's what just made me want to go share it with more people. And then, you know, Luis and I, um, in August of 21, we crossed paths and I, I came here and we did a workout together and then I was talking about breath the whole time. And then we did cold and hot together Mm -hmm. and it just like clicked immediately And as soon as Luis and I started to mastermind on things and kind of do it together more and experience it, we realized it's like, it's a lifestyle, you know? So instead of just like three minutes in the cold every day, how about make it more of your lifestyle to have that integrated, but you're also like walking barefoot in the cold sometimes. Mm -hmm. And you're, maybe you're moving outside differently because you're not fighting it. You're, you're embracing it. You're. Yeah. welcoming the challenge of life you know yeah. not just the challenge of three minutes in cold water but the whole challenge of the lifestyle yeah. so that's how i got into it and now like Luis was saying we're just exploring you know we're not 
It doesn't have to be one certain way. There's no prescription all the time for it. Just go out in it and explore yourself yeah. and listen to other people and what they're saying, but do it for yourself, you know? Yep. Don't really need to check the boxes off. Go find peace in it and, and embrace it. So yeah. um, that's kind of that's where we're at right now. I love that. Yeah. And, and I think a couple of things there. I think it's, it, it's beautiful, I think, to touch on the way that it's not just getting into a cold tub of water to say that you're, you're, you've, you got in a cold tub of water. It's, it's that stepping into something that's uncomfortable and learning how to sit with that, how to breathe through that. And that's going to carry over into other areas of your life. I think that's at least for me, what I've found to be so powerful about the practice. So, you, you know, you're, you're learning how to sit in cold and be uncomfortable. And then Maybe if you're out and you experience anxiety in a social situation, you can feel that uncomfortableness and kind of learn how to shift your relationship with that in a different way. 100% Brian, you know that you hit it on a head and that's like what we're doing with built to breathe as well. Um, we're putting people in stressful environments and then working on breath control, you know? So now can you, can you get your heart rate up and then control your, your heart with your breath Mm -hmm. and your mind? So then when someone triggers you in, in life, you don't react, you respond because you did that in a controlled setting, which is the cold water, which is also working out, which is also sauna. And again, that's the whole lifestyle, like Mm -hmm. apply the stress controlled intentionally, learn how to adapt to it. And then when it hits you in real life, when you can't predict it and it's not controlled, you're going to respond instead of react. And I, I know Luis thinks the same way on those things too. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, just to go off on that, I um, I think I have like a almost like a very cool approach of how I've been analyzing what the cold does to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I have a, like a master degree on watching people getting in the cold water here because I mean Embrace so North is blowing up. We're close to seven hundred subscribers right now. Two years ago, if I had, if I was to tell somebody there's gonna be 700 people coming to this place in Linden Hills to get in the cold water on a daily basis, they would have think that I was crazy. Yeah, everyone is drinking the Kool Aid, but I have witnessed without anyone telling me what happens when a new person comes and experiences the cold and immediately is this shock. Yeah. They don't know how to breathe. Uh, so I quickly, without anyone telling me, I started noticing like they just need to dial their breath in order to get the benefit of this thing and be able to sit there for a long time, mm-hmm. for longer. Mm-hmm. Usually if you don't know how to breathe at the beginning, you might sit there for 30 seconds and then you want to get out. You know, yeah. you're fighting it way too much. Um, so it's been really cool to kind of discover all of the benefits of the breath through seeing it in the cold water and then t- tapping it into the sauna with Harrison, learning how to apply the breath to exercise, to your mindset with everything that you do. And I've been literally exploring it in every area of my life to the point like I have little toddler kids right now. They get you, they can really fire you up the wrong way sometimes when yeah. they're being naughty or something. Yeah. And it's sometimes as simple as, okay, just breathe when they're doing something before you react. And it completely, my approach to life in everything that I do is so much more dial because of the breath. So it's pretty cool to see there's all of this magical connection with all of these things that are so simple. It's in your human instinct to breathe. You do it all the time. Can you focus on that? It's in your human instinct to live a little more wild. 
you were not meant to be in an enclosed environment 24-7, sit in front of a laptop, uh, go eat, uh, go sit on the couch, go work out, and yeah. just checking those boxes, but through the entire day, you're always very comfortable, you know? You're in a very controlled environment. So we're just meant to get out there way more often and explore kind of like in a, with a child's attitude and let your body tell you. I feel yeah. like to me, my body has been always the one that tells me, okay, this is enough, yeah. get out of it. So it's like, even with science these days, like, and I can come and preach to people, oh, you're gonna sit in the cold water for two minutes. Well, if it's your first time, maybe just doing one minute will be really good, you yeah. know? So it's like, but let your body tell you. It's 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 really cool. But again, I go back to, I've been very lucky that we had Embrace North and that was like my, my first approach to start really witnessing what happens with new people doing this crazy thing that we do. But now it's not yeah. so crazy anymore. Yeah. A lot of people are doing it. They're drinking the Kool-Aid, you know? Yeah. Um, so the, the first time that I ever did a cold plunge, you were right there with me. Yeah, actually, I remember was, that I was doing, yeah. I was doing a story for, um, for Carol Evan here in Minneapolis. And so literally the first time I ever did, it was yeah. like on, I mean, we weren't live, but it was, you know, on camera and you were so helpful. I remember just really reminding me to like, come back to my breath and mm -hmm. that reminder that like, you're going to want to get out of there immediately because yeah. I got in and it was like, yep, that's exactly what's happening. Yeah. I want to get the heck out of here. Yeah. And yet you guided me through it and it was, it was amazing. And so what would you say to people who are listening to this, are intrigued by it? They want to give it a try. Um, how do you step in? Like, I mean, you kind of yeah, touched on it there totally. a little bit, but how do you begin? I know there's cold plunges, there's cold showers. Is one better than the other? I mean, if you don't have access to a cold body of water, yeah. such as a cold plunge or or a lake, the frozen lake, if you live in Minnesota or a river, you know, yeah. uh, a, good, a, 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 a very good starting point is a cold shower, you yeah. know? Uh, obviously, it depends where where in the world you might live. I mean, if you go to Guatemala, your cold shower is going to be like look lukewarm, yeah. you know, but it might be cold enough for people. Yeah? So yeah. I think approaching it from what do you have access to right away where you could go try it. Um, and then the the next big step is just understanding you're gonna get into a very uncomfortable space right away and your human instinct is gonna wanna fight it. You're gonna be yeah. in shock. You're gonna be mouth breathing most of the times. <gasps> yeah. So, and then with that comes tension through the whole body. So it, the, the thing that I preach to people is like, relax your body, breathe through the nose. Mm. And those are the two things that you need to be thinking the entire first 30 to 60 seconds that you're exposed to it, even if you're doing it in the cold shower. And mm -hmm. you, both of you probably have taken cold showers. It's, oh, yeah. it's very stressful. So if you don't know how to relax, make amends with it, yeah. It doesn't feel comfortable, but just relax, and then your body will start making amends with it. And that the breath taps into calming your mind. Once your mind starts to calm down, then you can actually embrace endure whatever it is that you're doing with a better attitude yep so it's, it's literally that simple can you learn how to breathe through your nose close your mouth and relax your body okay mm -hmm. and the first time that you do it i know you said as far as like how long you should be in the water i say i i mean ideally that you you'll, you'll really rip most of the benefits in two minutes, two minutes. you know okay. so if you're going to sit in the cold water for two minutes that's awesome 
Yep. If you want to go longer, by all means, go for it. But if it's your first time just reaching a minute, that's you're already pushing yourself out there. So maybe you won't get all of the benefits of getting in the cold, but you'll at least tap into the mindset of, okay, I did this thing that I didn't like, and I was able to calm down for one minute, yep. and the next time might be 90 seconds, and then work yourself to get in two minutes in there. You know, yep. And if you really think about it, it's two minutes of your life. No. Like, I'm, I'm not asking you to do a whole hour, you know? Mm -hmm. I think of a workout. And most people think, I'm, I got to go to the gym and I got to work out for one hour. Otherwise, it doesn't count. No. Yeah. Whatever you can do, microdose it. Uh, cold water, yeah. especially. You don't need a lot of time to get the benefits. So two minutes of your life. For sure. Do it and move on. It's, it's basically committing to extreme discomfort. For exactly. Two, for two minutes of your day. Yeah. And, and go with that mindset. It's very important to understand... Okay, I'm gonna go do this thing that I know is gonna be challenging and I'm forcing myself to do it. So you're cutting through the negotiation there. You're making that mental process like, hey, I'm gonna go do this thing that is hard, but I know that it's gonna be so beneficial for me. Mm -hmm. And that gives you so much, so much more afterwards too, you know? Yeah, and uh, I just gotta, I wanna add something in here for, um, you know, for beginners, it's gonna be scary and you could even start with 15 seconds in the cold water, you know, in a cold mm -hmm. shower and just turn it cold at the end of a hot shower, you yeah. know, and just take three breaths. Right. So 15 seconds. And then you'll be like, you'll step out of the shower and be like, dang, I could have done that a little longer, yeah. you know. And I think there's beauty in just knowing that you don't have to do even two minutes. Right. Like you can do 15 seconds and just do it again the next day and yeah. stay consistent with it, then you're going to get to 30 seconds. And like Luis was just hitting on it, but pre-commit. So pre yeah. when we pre-commit, our literally our body and our brain starts producing like genomes and proteins to make us do whatever that was better, yeah. more efficiently, more effectively. You know, our mind is already going to know, I pre-committed to 30 seconds in the cold shower. So like write it down say my intention is to get through 30 seconds, you know, pre-commit, mm -hmm. get your, get your mind right. Um, and just welcome the cult. You know, I think yeah. like Luis was hitting on it too, but you can't fight it. We can't fight the cold. And another thing to be just a little reassuring every single time any of us get in the cold water, it's really cold. Yeah. It's hard. You know, we're, we're battling it all the time. But then when you start to do it more, you start to find ways to get back to those hard times and then break through them, mm -hmm. you know? So just know that every single one of us that gets in the cold water gets cold. Yeah. It's not like since you do it every day, it's not cold the next day. Yeah. It's still 35 degrees or the shower is still cold. Yep. Um, so just, just pre-commit, welcome it, start small. Um, and know that it's cold for everybody. We're all, we're all in this together, you know, just yeah. like all of us have our highs and lows in life. Yeah. We all have dark sides and, and sadness, you know, but yeah. these types of things have us make us have better approaches to that sadness in the, in the mm -hmm. darkness, but all of us go through it. I'm, I'm curious. I know none of us are, are doctors. Maybe you are, and I just I am I don't, not a I doctor. And I don't know this by all means. <laughs> but you, but you have this. I mean, you both have this lived experience of of your relationship with the cold, and you've done a lot of research. Mm -hmm. how, how do you do you how do you explain to people kind of like what's happening in the body? Yeah, are you comfortable talking yeah, about totally, that? Yeah, totally, totally. Um, I, I like to put it in a very 
kind of like simplistic perspective. Yeah. Uh, a, I'm not a doctor. Yeah. I'm a human being that I'm my best. I'm a, my best guinea pig. Yeah. I'm a very good guinea pig. If there's something that really intrigues me, I'm gonna go dig it out on my own. But I like to put myself as the experience. I like to see what happens, yeah. so then I can explain it to people. Again, I'm not a doctor, so I don't have sometimes the scientific terms yeah. uh, to explain it. But I like to put it in the perspective of how incredible are animals in the nature. Mm. They live outside. They don't have the comfort of going to a store to find food. They don't have uh, layers to put on. They're constantly living out of their comfort zone. And therefore, they become like the perfect machine to deal with the elements. So it's incredible to me to look at a group of animals living in the wild. They all look very alike. Yeah. They're very healthy. They're incredible at what they do. And nobody's telling them, oh, this is the list of things that you need to be doing. It's like, can you put yourself in nature and yeah. let nature speak to you? Get out of your comfort zone, similar to an animal. Sometimes the animal might not find food for several days. They're mm. fasting for very prolonged periods of time, but they're moving. They're being very active. Oftentimes they're together as a community. Yeah. Uh, and there's something very powerful with learning with that kind of mindset. So my invitation is like, try to get yourself out of your comfort zone on a daily basis. And it's free if you just step outside of your home. If you live in the northern part of the country in the winter, it's cold. Yep. Go outside and experience some cold. For sure. Try it, you know? For sure. Maybe don't put layers if you're walking from your house to the car. Yeah. And drive and have a little bit of shivers. Shivers are good for you, you know? Totally. Uh, but again, I mean, again, kind of going back to what I mentioned earlier, I feel like we're only seeing the very tip of the iceberg with all of this, even with doctors, you know, like even though there's a lot of research happening right now, I'm mean, we're, we're part of a study right now of cold therapy that uh, one of the universities is doing here and we participated because we filled up this waiver for one of the holes in the lakes, you know, and mm -hmm. th they reach out to everyone that signed that waiver. So we're all doing this little uh, study that is happening on cold therapy. Cool. Um, but I I believe like three weeks ago, maybe give or so, there, there was a big study about uh, brown fat activation through cold therapy. Mm. And apparently they're discovering that it fights cancer cells. I don't know any of the full science behind it, but my instinct can tell you, dude, that is so spot on. Like, mm. look at me. Like I've been doing it for a long time now. I am so healthy. Yeah. And I, it's crazy what the cold has done to me. It has completely transformed me, and I can feel it. I can feel it in my bones. I can feel it in my attitude. I'm, yeah. I'm getting older. We all, we're all getting older every day. I feel way better than I did 10 years ago when I was maybe in my peak performance of being a triathlete. Yeah. Um, so to me, it's, yeah, believe, believe in all the research and all the science and all of that, but at, allow yourself to tap into that wild human being that you are yeah. and tap into that and let your body teach you, which is a very powerful thing. Again, I have been my own personal guinea pig, and I kid you not, the, 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 the human experience that I've been able to get through letting myself explore, yeah. it's incredible. I mean, nobody thought, Harrison or me, uh, the concept of getting fully submerged under the water, to me, that's 
that's like when I first did it, the first time I got out of the water and I had like, I, I think Harrison has a video of this thing. <laughs> Dude, you should have seen the smile on my face. Really? I got out of that because I have never experienced that level of dopamine that I got from getting fully submerged under the water and being able to control my breath right away the first time. Yeah. I came out of the water and I said, like, we landed on the moon. Hmm. So, it's, but it's, it's been this child mindset or animal instinct, call it whatever you want, of I'm going to explore. Yeah. I'm going to get out of my comfort zone. I'm going to drive home with the windows down. You yeah. know, like, let's yeah. see what happens. Totally. Oh, worst case scenario, I get inside, I bundle up, I jump in the sound, I get warm, or I close the windows in the car. You know, like, I'm not really, like, it's not super dangerous, this stuff that I'm doing, you know? Yeah, if you were going to do it out in the wild and you don't have any of those things that can help you, can warm you that's up. a whole different ballgame. Yeah, yeah, and I, I want to add something here too. Um, you know, when you, what you go through when you enter the cold water is at first shock. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, we're hyperventilating and hyperventilation for our brain and that shock for our brain is fight or flight. It's a sympathetic nervous system. So immediately our state changes to the sympathetic drive, which when we were evolving, which goes back to what Luis is hitting on with our primal instincts is mm -hmm. run from a predator. You know, it needs to pump us with noradrenaline and dopamine to get away from that predator mm -hmm. that's putting us in survival mode, right? So it's our, it's our brain goes back to primal times, you know, that's, it's a primal instinct. It's part of our reptilian brain or our lizard brain, you know, and I'm not a doctor and I, I can't explain the exact science behind it, but I experience it. I read about it a lot and we talk about it a lot. So yeah. I, I know what happens. I know we go into shock and then you get out of shock and you start to control your breathing. You that's maybe going to happen like 30 seconds to a minute that's when noradrenaline and dopamine start going through your system. That's like 30 seconds to a minute. Then if you can still get over that hump, now you're going to get to a minute to two minutes and you're going to learn how to like adapt to shivers, right? So some mm -hmm. cold thermogenesis is going to kick in and that's where the brown fat production happens and brown fat eats white fat. So white fat is our, our bad fat, the unhealthy fat that's hard to burn and it's hard to lose. It doesn't burn calories that much, that efficiently. The brown fat starts to eat that. Mm. And so now our body's like, we got to protect ourselves for a longer period of time. Our brain is starting to literally adapt in those two minutes to shiver. Yeah. And shiver is a good thing. We produce brown fat from shivers. That's how we get to that state. So our body knows how to respond to it because our brain knows how to adapt only if we're put in that stress though. Mm -hmm. We couldn't tell our brain to, I'm going to be able to fight that cold immediately, you know, without doing it at all because our brain doesn't adapt unless it's yeah. in a stressful situation. So you go through shock, maybe is phase one. Then you go through phase two of controlling that breathing, but feeling these high energies and moods and like, whoa, I kind of can do this, you know? And then the later part, phase three, and this is what we've kind of been breaking down lately is the phases of cold exposure. Hmm. Um, that's when you get into that cold thermogenesis and the shivers kick in. And that's when you go to the moon per se, because yeah. now you're reaping the full benefits of the, of the cold exposure. Yeah. Yeah. And just, just to add on the shivers, it's like a lot of people think that you, you should be fighting them. No. 
that's your natural human response to the call and it's actually helping you uh, it's allowing your body to do what it's supposed to do to try to warm yourself up so yeah. don't fight the shivers you know um welcome, welcome, welcome them, them man. Mm -hmm. yeah embrace them so i'm gonna ask kind of a big question not to throw too big of a curveball at you, <laughs> but um, a, a lot on this podcast, you know, we talk a lot about mental health and, and just, um, you know, a lot of people dealing with a lot of things out there in, mm -hmm. in that capacity. I know cold therapy and, um, you know, breath work, incredible tools, sounds like for both of you to, to kind of help you ground into the, into the human experience and take care of yourself. But like at this phase of your life, What's the, what's the point of all this 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 human experience that we're yeah. that we're in? Yeah, I'm great question. By the way, um, you know, I I personally I've been I've been around the block in my life. Um, yeah. If if I take you about eleven years back into my life, I I I, I was in the darkest hole I have ever been. I almost mm -hmm. committed suicide, mm -hmm. and that, that can be a whole different podcast or a different conversation, yeah. you know. But uh, I have dealt with depression. I have been in a very bad place mentally yep. uh, where I didn't see the light, you know. Um, all of these tools that I know how to apply into my life these days, they all give me light. They all give me hope. They mm -hmm. all give me longevity. Yeah. So what I have discovered the last almost 10 years of my life by practicing these things and detaching myself from the competitive athlete that I used to be. Yeah. Because back in the day, I was always chasing a carrot that was short term. Oh, I'm gonna do this thing uh, and I'm gonna get a reward from doing that thing. Mm. But it was always short. And there was a lot of frustration oftentimes because you would train so hard for something and oftentimes you don't, you don't perform. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, you have this idea that society is always judging you. Mm -hmm. So what if you start just doing all of these things for your own benefit with the idea that I want to live a longer life and I want to be mindful of my body yeah. as I do these things. So finding this balance that is going to allow me to enjoy the journey way more than if I'm having a short term goal in front of me. Yeah. These days, I'm thinking, where am I going to be in 10 years? Where am I going to be 20 years? Yeah. I have children. I have a wife. I believe that if I keep doing these very simple free things that I have access to yeah. on a daily basis, and I keep dialing how I exercise, so it's not, it's not a home run every time that I go work out. I'm just trying to be mindful of what my body is telling me and trying to do it in a in a way that I can do it day in and day out, basically. So yeah. finding that balance and tapping into my comf out of my comfort zone through nature, basically, that is allowing me to look further in the future. I believe maybe we'll have to do another podcast yeah. if, if God allows me in 10 years, and I'll tell you how I'm feeling. But I, I kid you not, if you, I can tell you 10 years ago, I was not feeling the way that I feel right now. Yeah. I'm older. I feel younger, I feel more energy, I have more mental clarity, I see the light. Yeah. Um, and now I'm just looking at where am I gonna be when I'm 70? I believe that I'm, hopefully I'm gonna be able to be playing with my grandchildren and, and having fun, you know? Yeah. Uh, the minute you stop 
moving, the minute you stop exploring, you're limiting yourself yep. from what you can actually do and what your body is capable of doing. Yeah. Uh, again, this is not rocket science. It's very simple, very, very simple. Unfortunately, we live in this society that everything needs to be this particular way. I mean, back in yeah. the day, to me, it was like, oh, it's too cold. Bundle up because you're going to get sick. It's yeah. like, little that I knew, like, you got to do the complete opposite of that <laughs> so you don't get sick. Yeah. You know, like, but it's, totally. think of that, how our how we teach things in society. I mean, my mom still believes that. I don't know how you don't get so sick from doing this stuff that you do. Yeah. But it's it's crazy. So, I mean, like, think of your life. Where, where do you want to be in 10 years? Regardless of where you might be, you might be an athlete right now that you're looking at your short athlete career that might only last 10 years. Mm -hmm. What's going to happen later on in life? How are you taking care of your body right now so it can last you several years in front of you, not just two, three, five, ten years in front of you? Yeah. Um, and and be, be smart about it, you know? Sure. It's almost like, think of a car. You go buy a brand new car. If you learn how to keep it good, go take an oil change when it's necessary, check the tire pressure, don't drive it in high RPMs when you're driving it all of the time, and just be good about taking care of the car. It will last you a long time, you yeah. know? But I know people that buy brand new cars almost every year and they, they trash the car in, in no time because they're driving it like maniacs and they don't take care of it. This is the exact same thing with the human body. Yeah. Just be mindful and kind with it and it will last you a long time. Yeah. And I think, I think, I think a lot too in the, in the mental health realm too, it, you really do have to invest in that. Mm -hmm. I mean, and then obviously there's not a separation really from body yeah. and mind, but, um, there's a real investment I've found that's needed to day in and day out. What are those things that are going to help me feel more grounded in myself and, um, you know, taking care of myself so that I don't end up in those really, really dark spaces. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Harrison, anything that you want to add about just about the meaning of life, you know, like a, a real casual, small question. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's a, it's a, a beautiful question to explore. Yeah. You know, and we all have different purposes and fulfillment and passions and desires and dreams and manifestations. But ultimately, like what my purpose is to explore the human experience more. Mm. And then how can I help people explore the human experience more? And what that is goes back to the passions and the pursuits and the desires. And how can we listen to our gut? and actually not be distracted from it and, and go to it. And I think right now we have so much information from email and phone and social media and our attention spans are getting shorter and our sleep's getting shorter, you know? So how can we get away from this modern society, connect to ourself a little more, but then operate in modern society, mm. you know? Like we, we need the economy and industry and not every single one of us can go jump in the cold water and sauna all day, you know? And, and that's, again, that's not, that's not what we're doing, but how can we explore those things within our life? It will open us up to our passions and pursuits and then listen to ourself and go chase it more. Beautiful. So, so I think there's just so much power in empowering yourself to explore your human more and not let society tell you what to do. Yeah. 
Well, I want to thank you both so much for, um, for, for taking the time to, to come on the podcast, share your story, and just for the, uh, the incredible work that you're both doing. I, I know this space has been huge for me personally, just to come in here and kind of open up to this whole cold exposure world and breath work and all that. It's been really, really helpful for me. Um, and I know a lot of other people feel the same way. So thank you both. Yeah. Th- thanks so much, Brian. And, and I'm going to add one more thing here about yeah. our, um, so Luis and I are, are leading with, along with Matt Aarons and Jake Parentau, we're leading true North experiences. Yep. They're winter ice camps. Um, we have one in late January, one in late February, but it's an opportunity to push yourself and, and get immersed in the cold and, um, workouts outside and yoga and breath work, but it's also going to be a community experience. Mm. And you'll start to have tools to take what we're doing every day and apply it to your life. Cool. So I just wanted to um, kind of let, you know, what we're talking about is what we're going to be hosting. Yep. And for a weekend, when you do it three days in a row and you get immersed in it, you start to really develop those habits. Like our neurons really start talking. But after yep. one session, you might not get that full thing. So I just invite people to that. And um, it's called True North Experiences. Um, but you know, it's really special what we're doing and we just want to share this with more people. Yeah. So and I assume that's on your website that, yeah, somewhere that online. is, on, yeah, that will okay. be on our, um, if you go to the sauna poppies, Instagram or our Harrison Klein Instagram, um, it's in our link tree Got it. and, um, it's called true North experiences. And, and, yeah. and you're the sauna poppy, right? Is that, I am the sauna poppy. You're the sauna poppy. Yeah. To make everybody address you as that moving forward. You know, it really actually should. a lot of people know me as the sauna yeah. poppy. They probably don't know my name. My name is Luis. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of funny because uh, the the nickname came out of me sharing my passion in the sauna. Like, I, I kid you not, like, it, there's something about the sauna puppy character. Yeah. But I, I just love coming in the sauna and showing, highlighting all of the cool experience of that is. So I come with... Oh, I'm gonna sauna puppy you guys in the sauna type <laughs> of a thing. Uh, but I, I mean, the the sauna is my happy place, really. Yeah. Uh, but it's the community. It, that's where you bond the community really well. Uh, but yeah, it's I'm fortunate enough that that became my nickname. Um, and yeah, it's kind of it's getting a lot of traction these days. Um, we even have the personal brand, the uh, sauna puppy, and this yeah. is the lifestyle of what I do basically that we're trying to showcase through the brand. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to kind of go with Harrison with the, with these winter ice camps that we're going to do, I'm, I'm very excited because it's such an incredible opportunity to show people in a couple of days, the power that you will find in nature, the power that you will find in approaching life, uh, getting out of your comfort zone and creating community. Um, and yeah, and also inviting people to come try everything that we do here in this space, come try embrace North. There's, there's a free week always available for people that have never done it. Go to embrace sign up for a free week. Come try the sauna and the cold therapy. If you have never done it, if you live in Minnesota and you're exploring cold therapy, this is the place where you're going to find a lot of people that will help you learn how to do it correctly. But you also become a part of a very cool growing community. Uh, and the same goes with Build to Breathe, with the gym, you know. Um, uh, everyone can sign up to uh, get a, a, a trial. Um, and again, the the community aspect of this thing that we're doing here is, I kid you not, is the most rewarding thing that we have. Um, I feel very proud about that because we, it, it never feels like it's work. 
and we get to come here and we're kicking it with a lot of great people like somebody like you you know like mm. we're developing awesome relationships and i feel like this is the real community that people are striving to these days yeah. and it's cool to find it through these modalities that we have in this space community is everything isn't it it's everything it really is. i kid you not and and as a business owner being able to tap into your community to help you grow that's the most incredible thing that I have ever experienced. Back in the day, it was all like, like you're doing it yourself and you got to yeah. go hire people. You got to do this on your own and you're carrying the heavy boulder by yourself. Yeah. Let your community be a part of it and see how incredible it can be. For and I sure. kid you not, like, we will not be doing any of this stuff or are growing at the rate that we're growing if it wasn't because of the community. Yeah. I just had the thought if we, if we do another podcast, we'll do it in a sauna. Yeah. We should have done that. Yeah. Sauna talks. You guys One, have probably thought about that. Oh, yeah. We actually yeah. did. We started some. We started the Sauna Puppy podcast. Did you really? Yeah, in the sauna. And there's only like five yes. episodes that we have recorded right now. But it it, it started by Harrison and me sitting early when we will turn one of the saunas on and we'll have like 45 minutes of time before it will heat too much that it will die that's what i was thinking of the equipment that would be the logistical part of it like melting your equipment what we'll do is we'll invite you onto the sauna poppy podcast and we can collab on it okay i like that that will be the next uh next podcast and there's something magical about the starting the sauna you start the fire we get to talk when it's still cold so you start slowly getting warm and then we we gotta end about 45 minutes (laughs) in you know yeah but the 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 sauna talk is amazing see and then i started thinking could you do it in a cold plunge but that would be be that would be a very 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 short short. podcast you know yeah yeah, and and to the point. And you will have some shivers, you know, which is, is <laughs> welcome is, to the podcast. Welcome everybody. to the podcast. <laughs> um, thank you both. You guys are awesome. Oh, thank and, you. Uh, we'll, we'll chat more soon for sure. Awesome. We appreciate you, and yeah, thank you for making this happen. I just love that conversation with with the two of them. Big thank you to Luis. Big thank you to Harrison for. Uh, carving out some time to to join me on the episode on the podcast, and uh, just a big thank you to them for for all that they're doing. They're uh, they're deeply inspiring. Um, if you want to learn more about Embrace North or Built to Breathe or any of the things that we talked about, um, and have links to all those things in the show notes of this episode, so go ahead and check that out. Also, uh, we'll link up for sure to the uh, True North experiences that uh, that they mentioned as well there at the end of, of our conversation. So whether you're going to go dive into a, a cold plunge later today or um, maybe you're never going to try it ever in your life, um, I, I hope that at least you, you took something from this conversation that serves you in some way. And uh, as always, encourage you to just go ahead and leave the rest. So... Uh, Take good care of yourselves out there, my friends, and uh, we will be back here soon with another episode. Grateful to each and every one of you. Talk soon. Also, just a reminder that this podcast is not meant to replace work with a therapist. And so if you feel you need it, I encourage you to reach out to a trained mental health professional. All right. We'll talk soon.